Here's a cool fact. A crocodile can't stick out its tongue. Another cool fact, you can get short-term health insurance for a month or just under a year in some states. United Healthcare short-term insurance plans are designed for people who are between jobs, coming off their parents' plan, or turning a side hustle into a full-time gig. Underwritten by Golden Rule Insurance Company, they offer flexible, budget-friendly coverage with access to a nationwide network of doctors and hospitals. Get more cool facts about United Healthcare short-term plans at uh1.com. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Hello, all of you beautiful people. Jules here for whatculture.com. And you know what? A film actor's job isn't just to give the best performance possible. It also comes with an obligation to actually sell the movie. But these actors, well, they weren't having any of that. Because once these films wrapped, these actors were done. So let's take a look at them as I'm Jules. This is whatculture.com. And these are 10 more actors who refuse to promote their own movies. Number 10, Kevin Spacey, 7. Kevin Spacey became a Hollywood star after winning a Best Actor Academy Award for his phenomenal performance in The Usual Suspects. The same year, he was cast in David Fincher's Thriller 7 as the main villain John Doe. Since he was a pretty big name, the producers intended to give Spacey top billing. Even though the actor only appears in the last 10 minutes, plastering Spacey's name on the posters was guaranteed to help Seven sell a lot more tickets. However, Spacey didn't want anyone to know that he was in the movie in order to keep the killer's identity a secret. To ensure that no one found out, Spacey's face wasn't used on the poster, his name doesn't appear on the opening credits, and he didn't even market Seven in any way. The producers originally balked at the idea of Spacey not promoting the film, believing that it could hurt the movie's chances at the box office. Thankfully, it all worked out for the best. Seven went on to make ten times its budget, and is now hailed as one of Fincher's finest movies and among the best thrillers ever made. Number 9. Ed Harris, The Abyss James Cameron is legendary for his movie's troublesome productions, and The Abyss was no bloody different. Because the main cast was submerged underwater for extended periods of time, it was a nightmare for everyone involved. What's worse is that most of the action scenes revolving around flooding and dodging collapsing debris were performed by the actors, not the stunt workers. And as bad as it was for the ensemble, no one suffered more than the lead actor, Ed Harris. Cameron kept Harris underwater for so long, he nearly drowned multiple times. Things got so heated between the pair, it's been reported that Harris socked the director in the face after filming a particularly gruelling scene. Because Cameron ordered Harris not to blink for the underwater scenes, the chlorine constantly burned his eyes. After driving home one day during production, Harris pulled over the car and started crying out of frustration. Harris found the entire experience so traumatic that he refused to talk about the production for years. In his own words, asking me how I was treated on the abyss is like asking a soldier how he was treated in Vietnam. Number 8. Dan Aykroyd and Rosie O'Donnell Exit to Eden Now on paper, Exit to Eden sounds like a surefire hit. It was written by the author of Interview with the Vampire, the late Anne Rice. It has the same director as Pretty Woman, and it stars Rosie O'Donnell and Dan Aykroyd, who were the hottest comedians at the time. So I ask you, how could it fail? But fail it did. Considering the story revolves around a sex island with diamond smugglers, Exit to Eden was just too weird to work, despite the talent behind it. And Dan Aykroyd admitted in an interview that this comedy was the movie that he regrets 
the most. And since he's appeared in quite a few stinkers, that's a pretty bold statement. Now, when an actor is disappointed with how a film turns out, all they have to do to show their disdain is to avoid promoting it. But Rosie O'Donnell, well, she did one better. The comedian did show up at red carpet events for Exit to Eden, but also brought her dog with her. The ferocious mutt barked at any reporters who came near her, making it impossible for her to talk about the movie. Well played, Rosie. Number 7. David Hyde Pierce, Hellboy David Hyde Pierce is among the few actors whose reason for not promoting his work was considered pretty much justified. In the 2004 version of Hellboy, expert mime and contortionist Doug Jones portrayed the amphibious humanoid Abe Sapien. Because Jones wasn't famous at the time, the studio wanted a big name to voice the character and so hired David Hyde Pierce. In situations like this, the person performing the voice is usually credited for the role. Because Jones was a stuntman at the time and Pierce was a four-time Emmy winner, it seemed reasonable that Pierce was credited for Abe Sapien. However, Pierce was so blown away by Jones's performance that he let him attain the sole credit for the role. The Frasier star also didn't attend the premiere since he didn't want to steal Jones's thunder. When Pierce refused to return for the sequel, Doug Jones was allowed to use his own voice for the character, helping solidify his career as a true actor. Number 6. Marlon Brando, The Freshman Marlon Brando may be famous for his acting, but he's also infamous for being difficult to work with. Not only does he have a habit for picking fights with everyone on set, but he also condemned his own movie, The Score, and refused to pick up his Academy Award for The Godfather. Another movie that Brando proved difficult with was The Freshman. In this comedy, Brando plays Carmine, the mob boss that supposedly inspired The Godfather's Vito Corleone. At first, everything on production seemed to be going swimmingly. According to the director, Andrew Bergman, the legendary actor was very professional and an absolute pleasure to work with. However, that all changed when production neared its end. When filming was extended by a week, Brando demanded an additional $1 million. After he was refused, Brando began condemning the freshman before it had a chance to hit the theater. Because the producers couldn't have one of the lead stars telling the world that this movie was going to tank, they paid him his unreasonable fee. After that, he changed his tune and started praising the movie. What a dick. When you're ready to pop the question, the last thing you want to do is second-guess the ring. At BlueNile.com, you can design a one-of-a-kind ring with the ease and convenience of shopping online. Choose your diamond and setting. When you find the one, you'll get it delivered right to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off your purchase. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. I'm Sandra, and I'm just the professional your small business was looking for. But you didn't hire me because you didn't use LinkedIn Jobs. LinkedIn has professionals you can't find anywhere else, including those who aren't actively looking for a new job but might be open to the perfect role, like me. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't visit other leading job sites. So if you're not looking on LinkedIn, you'll miss out on great candidates like Sandra. Start hiring professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com people today. Hey, it's Ryan Reynolds, and I'm here with Keith, co-star of my upcoming film, If, only in theaters May 17th. Do you want to tell people the big news? All right, I'll do it. Sign up now, and you'll get unlimited for $15 a month in six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan on us. MintMobile.com slash switch. Upfront payment of $45, equivalent to $15 per month. Unlimited over 40 gigabytes per month. Face lower speeds. Videos at 480p. Active Mint customers by 531.24 get six months of Paramount Plus Essential Plan. Auto renews after six months. Offer ends May 31st, 2024. Separate Paramount Plus registration required. Terms and conditions apply if rated PG. Number five, Cameron Diaz, The Counselor. 
The counselor revolves around a lawyer whose life turns upside down after he gets involved with drug traffickers. With Ridley Scott at the helm and a stellar ensemble that included Brad Pitt, Javier Bardem, Cameron Diaz, Penelope Cruz, and Michael Fassbender, the counselor appeared like it had the makings of a classic. But in reality, the counselor is Ridley Scott's worst film. Even though there are many elements that don't work, the one that viewers absolutely fixate on is the scene where Cameron Diaz's character has sex with a car. When the actress made it clear she wanted nothing to do with the movie, many assumed that her decision was because of this scene, but Diaz's boycott was for a more obscure reason. Originally, Diaz played her character with a Bajan accent, which test audiences absolutely hated. When she was forced to redub her lines in her regular voice, she was so ticked off she refused to do any interviews for the counselor. It's hard to say what's stranger, the fact that she had no problem humping her windscreen or the fact that she thought redubbing her dialogue was an issue. Number 4. Shia LaBeouf Various Indiana Jones and the Kingdom of the Crystal Skull was a huge disappointment. Transformers Revenge of the Fallen was a dud. Even though the actors attached to these products knew this fact, it is still their job to sell these movies. Unfortunately, Shia LaBeouf did the exact opposite. While discussing the Indiana Jones' fourth installment, he said, I feel like I dropped the ball on the legacy that people loved and cherished. Worse still, he threw Harrison Ford and Steven Spielberg under the bus, saying they also thought Kingdom of the Crystal Skull absolutely sucked. The young actor didn't seem to learn his lesson, since he also badmouthed the second Transformers film, publicly admitting that it was let down by a bad script. Even though LaBeouf was desperate to work with Lars von Trier's Nymphomaniac, he made no effort to promote the movie. During a press conference, he refused to answer any questions. When he was asked a direct question, he ignored it and instead said, When the seagulls follow the trawler, it is because they think sardines will be thrown into the sea. Thank you very much. And then he left. Okay, then. Number three, Christopher Plummer, The Sound of Music. It's ironic how the only person who seems to hate the sound of music is its lead star, Christopher Plummer. Because Plummer had a deep dislike for schmaltz and working with children, The Sound of Music is probably the worst film that he could have ever worked on. He said that being around Julie Andrews felt like he was being hit over the head with a big Valentine's Day card every day. And he got so sick and tired of listening to the same music over and over that he regularly got drunk. In fact, his constant drinking caused him to put on a lot of weight and forced his costume designer to refit his outfits. It goes without saying that Plummer wanted nothing to do with the movie the second the production wrapped, and he resented the fact that his performance forced him to be typecast in similar roles for years to come. But after The Sound of Music became one of the most celebrated movies ever made, Plummer's hatred for the film subsided, and he would acknowledge that he may have been a bit too harsh. Number 2. Burt Reynolds, Boogie Nights With Burt Reynolds' career-defining performances in Deliverance and Smokey and the Bandit, it was easy to see why he was one of the biggest stars during the 1970s. But as he got older, Reynolds' career went into decline. However, everything changed when he starred in the 1997 drama Boogie Nights. His captivating portrayal as porn director Jack Horner revitalized his career and earned him a Golden Globe and an Oscar nomination. But there was one person that was very unhappy with his performance, and that was Burt Reynolds. After seeing a rough cut, Reynolds told the director that he hated everything about it. Even though Boogie Nights was universally acclaimed and helped launch the career of most of the cast, Reynolds wanted nothing to do with it. Not only did he fire his agent for recommending the film to him, he refused to participate in any promotions. Why Reynolds was pissed off about this masterpiece, but okay with apparently starring in the god-awful strip tease the following year, is anybody's guess. Because Burt was considered a dead ringer for an Oscar, many people believe his negativity towards Boogie Nights actually cost him the award. And number one, Christopher Lee, The Lord of the Rings, Return of the King. 
There was nobody on the production of The Lord of the Rings who loved J.R.R. Tolkien's novel more than Christopher Lee. Considering he taught himself Elvish and read the book annually, it was hard to find anyone on the planet who adored The Lord of the Rings more. So when the London-born performer was cast in the film's adaptation as Saruman the White, you'd think that it was a dream come true. However, things took a dark turn while filming the final chapter of the trilogy. Because even though Lee shot a scene where the Fellowship confront and kill the White Wizard, it was left on the cutting room floor. While watching Return of the King in private, Lee said, I couldn't believe what I saw, I wasn't in it. Sir Christopher Lee was so hurt that he didn't even show up at the film's premiere. Although actors who don't promote their work are often accused of being immature and unprofessional, pretty much everybody supported Lee's boycott. Considering he was the biggest physical threat in the story, it was nonsensical for him not to make an appearance in the trilogy's closing movie. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus, Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com style for free shipping and 365-day returns.